This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. I am so happy you're listening today. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I'm Sandy Scarlatta, and I have been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. As we head into a new year, here's some food for thought. How many times have you gotten excited to make your New Year's resolutions only to abandon them? It's okay, you're not alone. Statistics show that roughly 50% of the population sets New Year's resolutions, and yet the majority of those give up within the first 30 to 45 days. In fact, 80% of people who make New Year's resolutions will abandon them during the month of February. I want more than anything for you to succeed in 2023 and have five tips to share with you. One, create a detailed plan on how you're going to ensure that you follow through and take action. Two, get an accountability partner. Three, Attach your emotions to the goals. What I mean by that is, how will achieving them make you feel? Four, set up an app to track your goals or set up an alarm on your phone to remind you to take action. And lastly, five, celebrate your wins. This is so important because when you celebrate it and give yourself a pat on the back, what you're doing is you're reinforcing that positive behavior and you're more likely to continue doing it. So thank you so much for listening today. And don't forget to leave a review and follow me on social media at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. Today's episode is amazing and I am so grateful for you. Enjoy the show. Oh, it's Cam. I am so excited for this conversation today because you do such amazing things and I love your work. Thank you. And I just can't wait for this conversation. Thank you. Me too. Thank you so much for inviting me, Sandy. Absolutely. So I love how you blend the worlds of being a speaker, a human resources executive, a leadership coach, and body positive advocate. That is huge. By improving both the life and careers of people willing to view confidence as a skill. And I love that because I don't think a lot of people realize that confidence is it's like building a muscle, right? Yes. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. It's something that you could learn. People think that it has to be innate. No. And it is not. No. It's not at all. And you know, I'm a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach, and I was recruited by a local training facility. So I stopped coaching skating about 20 years ago. And I know everybody, you know, because it's all people that I used to work with. And they recruited me to work with some of their athletes as a mindset coach or sports psychology coach. And I never really thought about it because I've been on this mission of, you know, self-improvement. I'm a self-declared self-help junkie. I've been on this mission for 32 years. (laughs) And so I'm overly confident, especially when it comes to athletics. Like I picked up tennis a few years ago and you would think I'm training for Wimbledon, right? And I have to remind myself, okay, Sandy, you're 57 years old. You're not making it to Wimbledon. But that confidence, right? (laughs) 
You know, we'd have to knock off a lot of the players right now for me to have a chance. And I'm not, I'm not that good yet. But, um, but anyway, but, but what really surprised me is working with these elite ice dancers is a lot of times it's a confidence thing that they have to, that you really, and, and I notice it in professional tennis and really in professional sports all around and amateur sports too. So what, it, what is your basis for, for telling people that it's a skill? Sure. Um, so first, as I mentioned, is you're not born with it. So the first thing you have to just think about that. Look, it's something that you can learn. You can learn anything, right? Anyone can learn anything for the most part. Right. And, and it's understanding that. And it, it's kind of a, of a, I would say, a, a process too. It's, I would say it's first just first releasing all the, just the negative thoughts and energy and everything that you have about yourself. I would say that's probably the first step. Of course, absolutely. Around. So just releasing that and then um, accepting who you are and everything, meaning physically, emotionally, psychologically, mentally, who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, and then moving to just connecting with yourself. So connecting with your mind, your emotion, your body, and then even with connecting these different sub uh, sets of that. And then it's um, it's just leaping. So it's really just, you're going to be afraid, you're going to be scared, you're going to be all of that. And just trusting yourself that you could leap into the next step or the decision or whatever it is. Um, and then celebrating. So celebrating that you actually took that, that you became confident and took those steps of just releasing, accepting, leaping, oh, connecting, leaping, and then celebrating. I love that you said that because when I'm coaching my clients, that's the one thing. I'm like, you know, start out little, you know, and when you've accomplished that, celebrate yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. Yes. <laughs> because every time you celebrate a little win, that's how you build that muscle, you know, that confidence. I call it a muscle. Because <clears throat> I think mm -hmm. people can relate to that because, you know, whether you're a woman trying to get her arms more buff and the guy's trying to get more, you know, bigger guns, you have to work at yep. that, right? When you're lifting weights, you have to yes. work at it. And your muscle will get bigger over time. And the same is true for your confidence. And every time you celebrate those little wins, the next time you're going to be even more confident. Exactly. Exactly. And you have to be, you have to celebrate. I think, you know, we, we forget that, whether if it's because we were in a culture of just not celebrating right. even the small things and, and we, or we forget about doing that. And I, I think we're, sometimes we're, we, we're prone to celebrate others versus ourselves. Yeah. And it's important that you take that time to celebrate yourself. Uh, and, and the celebration could be as big or as small as you want it to be. It could be as small as just going out, you know, getting ice cream or going out and getting a coloring book and just color. You know, I'm, I'm now moving on to artistic dates. Yeah. <laughs> but, but basically, it's, it's really about like the small or just even just, yes, I got it. And just, you know, or dancing, putting on your favorite music and dancing. Um, is definitely a way that to celebrate, or if it's just even bigger, right? With what are celebrating with other people, like something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things I would say, um, one of the techniques I use around 
especially when I'm about to take that leap, is um, I put I have a special playlist, a confidence playlist. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, and it's just random songs, and I put it on just to get that that feeling, that like heart rate going, and I kind of move around and I dance a little bit, and then just just take the leap. Just trust myself, like it's going to be fine. And it's important that that we know that it's not about the decision you make is not no decision is a wrong decision. It's either left or right. Yeah. Right. So no decision is a wrong decision. Yeah. Well, I love that you brought up the music because most people has that song that resonates deep within them. And you see professional athletes all the time. They've got their headset on. They're listening to that because it's pumping them up. What's your yep. song? Do you have what's your favorite jam song to listen to? I'm just curious. Because <laughs> mine, sure. mine is Bruno Mars. Um, oh gosh, it's like my favorite song. It's like that funk town, uptown funk. You, that, uh, you know, yes, like, yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like if I like used to run and I'll remember I hadn't run in like 10 years and I decided to take on a challenge and I did a 5K. 5K isn't that far. It's far if you haven't run for a while, but I've done a marathon, right? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. last I ran two miles. The last three miles of it, I had to play that song on repeat just to finish. <laughs> mm. So what's your what's your jam? <laughs> sure. So I remember. So with the song I used to play a lot, especially when I was a, a, a quote unquote baby coach and I first started out as a coach, and I was um, you know talking to clients or to get clients, and it was actually a Bruno Mars song too. <laughs> um, it was. Um, it was Bruno Mars and Cardi B. They, they did a, a collaboration. It was a finesse. Oh, yeah. And it was a throwback um, to the 90s um, um, in Living Color, that that uh, that TV show, that comedy yeah. show. And it, and it just, the beat was, was just fun and exciting and just, it's about just having finesse, right? So that made me up and pumping and fun and, and, and just, you know. Yeah. I mean, because when you think about it, like music just, it fills you up. And when you start dancing and everything, yes. I mean, that's like, like before I did my first live television interview, I was so nervous because I'd never been on live TV and I played that wow. song and I'm dancing around and da, 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 da. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I got this, right? Yes. There's, I want to talk about your story because I usually start with that, but because we brought up the confidence thing, I was like, well, let's just go with that first. Sure. But one of the things that I learned, um, and I believe it was Mel Robbins called The High Five Method, her book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is one of the best ways. And I found with some of my clients, they have a hard time doing that. And, and, and I'm just sharing this, not only for, for you, and, but for the audience primarily. Think yeah. about a time when you high five another person, right? Because you said, mm-hmm. it's easy for us to congratulate another person, right? And you high five yeah. them and you're like, yes. And everybody gets pumped up. Imagine yeah. what you can do for yourself if you look in the mirror and you give yourself a high five. Mm-hmm. And and you know totally. what? I've had some people that it took them weeks to be able to actually do it for the first time. Oh wow! Because it's not easy. It's it all is. Here. It's all in your head. Oh, it's all in your head. Because yes. nobody's telling you not to be confident. You're the one that's telling yourself, <laughs> right? And you're letting you're letting yeah. that part of your brain like have power over you. So right. Right. It's all about how do you cancel out, right? Yeah. The the noise, um, the outside noise that others or outside, you know, others, social media, et cetera, um, uh, basically 
uh, as well as yourself, you know, yeah. um, bring in. Yeah, I love that. All right. So like I said, I normally start out when I have my guests on my, on my podcast, I usually start out asking them about their story because we all have a story. So what was the, the turning point for you and what led up to that where you realized, I need to do this? You know, I need to work with other people because I have something to share and I want to empower others. <laughs> so it was probably around my, actually, no, it was my 40th birthday. Oh, nice. And um, I remember I went to, I, I say uh, um, uh, El Brujo, which basically means um, quote unquote witch in Spanish, um, but really it's it's a uh, an intuitive counselor. Okay. And I remember going to an intuitive counselor and, and I sat there and he was like, you have such a presence and however, I feel like you don't know, you're unsure of what your path is and what you're going to do. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what it is. I don't know what I do. Why am I here? I know I'm here to do something. And that's what happens um, when a lot of people turn 40, right? Like you're like, oh my God, exactly. I'm 40. Like, and you feel so, you're like, I'm so old. You know, you're not. You're, you're David. Like, yeah, that's what happens. Right? Yeah. And, and, and he, and we talked and he suggested, um, have you thought about coaching? And I said, well, yeah, I mean, I do it in, in, in human resources, you know, I do it naturally, right. but, um, but not necessarily as a profession or as actually something uh, like to study and to uh, um, get certified in. And I thought about it and I spoke to um, actually, spoke to maybe three different people from three different um, coaching programs mm -hmm. and, and then um, decided on one, which I thought was a great fit. Great. And that was basically kind of the, the turnaround for me. Um, just that the coaching journey of becoming a coach, because that was also the first time I actually had a coach. Right. So that experience of just knowing that I'm here to do something different, I'm here to do something more, I'm here to, to make an impact, wasn't sure what that was. And then actually studying to be a coach and then being coached on actually my own confidence and self-worth journey is that I said, okay, this is what I want to really focus on and zoom in because there are others that, that, that needed and desire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there's so, there's so much to not only just having a coach because I have a coach I've got, I have a coach that I, that I've hired, but I also have multiple mentors that I work mm -hmm. with as well because we mm -hmm. always have to be improving and growing and, um, you know, I, I've been a certified life coach since 2004, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I took about 11 years off from that, um, after going through a divorce and whatnot and, and went back into corporate world. I'm in human resources as a recruiter, so I'm oh. talk about that too. <laughs> oh, nice. but yeah, so, um, well, because it's coaching, you know, it's just, it's a perfect thing, right? It is. Um, so are you still working in human resources? I am. Awesome. So when you're working with some of your the employees that you have to coach, does confidence ever come up on the job? And, and how does how has that helped your um, human resources career as well? Sure. So uh, confidence does come up a lot, especially when folks uh, want to grow in the. Okay, that makes um, sense. Or 
um, when it's a new manager oh, yeah. and definitely unsure what to do or just even that transition from employee to manager. That's a uh, that, big I would one. Say, is where a lot. Oh yeah. That's a big <laughs> that one. Not a every everybody team. I think can can learn how to be a manager, but not everybody knows how to be a leader. And really, in today's exactly. world, you need to be a leader, not just a manager. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and that's basically where I do a lot of, of leadership coaching. Um, so internally in the organization that I work nice. with, um, as well as I also um, coach um, executives as well externally. Nice. Um, and interestingly enough, it's the same things that come up. Well, it really is. It doesn't matter if you're mm-hmm. the CEO of Apple or the CEO of a mom and pop shop. The issues are the same. They just may not be on a larger scale if you're the CEO of Apple. But, right. you know, <laughs> and, you know, and if you're the CEO of a mom and pop shop, you know, you have a lot of issues there, too, that are, mm-hmm. you know, just as just as big. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also it's also a blend of uh, personal and professional that that happens to when when um, when when I'm coaching. Um, leaders, right? It's uh, it, it's definitely that mix of where it it, it it has to. There's no way where it can't be, um, either or has to be both. right, right. So let's talk about confidence and success. So mm-hmm. you know, my motto is you know, success doesn't equal happiness. Happiness equals success. Mm-hmm. However, being successful takes a lot of confidence. So what do you say to some of the executives that you coach in terms of, you know, maybe they want to be more successful than they already are? How, how much does confidence play in that? And or do you have to do a lot of work on their mindset before they can actually put the dots together, if you will? Yeah, um, I would say there is a lot of mindset work that does happen. Um, Usually I would do, first I would start off with just a visualization exercise around just like being like an inner leader. Okay. Um, and, and moving into like this inner leader has always been with you, who loves you, who supports you, has always um, uh, been there along the way. And tapping into a memory of, of when um, the person was there at their best moment. Oh, I love that. Um, because because that's yeah. when you know they're able to connect it, and even going into naming the leader, yeah. you know, um, and um, and then the leader has a has a gift for you, and you know, so it's really kind of saying, okay, well, this person is actually out here, and actually, yeah, this this person is the same person. It's me. Um, so it's always kind of what are those characteristics that 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 inner leader has and know that it's also you it's a part of you so therefore then you can easily tap into or hopefully tap into that um that that inner leader um and as well as there's a lot of just other just internal work that goes along with it of um you know i do a lot of breath work with with leaders i do a lot of meditation and visualization exercises as well no those are huge because they help you to get centered so that you can yes. allow more to come in to your, yes. to your reality and mindset and everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. So since you had this epiphany when you were 40 years old, what am I going to do with my life? What advice would you give your younger self? If you could tell your younger self something, what advice would you give your younger self so that you don't wait to, not that 40 years old, but 
So you don't wait till you're 40. <laughs> right. Um, the advice I would give to my younger self is be yourself and don't dim your light for anyone or anything. Yes, I love that. Don't dim your light. Don't dim your life. We have a few more minutes left. And I want to, I, I like to ask this question sometimes. Um, what is the best, because I especially like your background of human resources and leadership co coaching, um, because they really blend well together. What is the best mm -hmm. advice that you've ever received that you can share with the audience? Um, and, and something that they can apply like right now. Hmm. Let me think. I know sometimes it's like, wow, okay, wait a second. So Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the I'm like someone scanning through Right, you said your mind my mind is a computer. But yeah, sorry to put yeah, you on the spot yeah. like that, but Oh no, 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 not at all. Um I would say um, just trust your instincts and check in with your mind, or your head, your heart, and your gut mm. or soul. Um, and they don't necessarily have to be in alignment because sometimes, and this maybe this is a long um, explanation, yeah, but sometimes yeah. it's, um, you know, your, your, your head and your gut might in alignment and your heart might be thinking something else right. and uh, thinking something and um, and what do you always do like what do you default to and if you always default to your head move towards your heart so in essence do something different than you normally default right well yeah because I don't think a lot of people realize you know they always say trust your gut but your heart you know we have different brains and they're all connected um, your heart mm -hmm. is in fact one of the brains that is connected to your your actual brain in your head um yep. and it's connected to your gut as well and and you're right they all mm -hmm. have to be in alignment so thank you for mm -hmm. for bringing that up because that's so important sure. for people to remember sure and one more thing is around just and, and that's kind of heart and gut is also just checking with your body like if your body doesn't feel right i mean if the mind and body is not connected yeah then you you know that that either do it or don't do it. Right. It's it's we forget to check in with our physically our physical body because our body has a memory and knows what to do. Oh, tell me about it. I I live that <laughs> quite often because yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure for mm -hmm. sure. Hollis, where can people find you? Sure, uh, you could find me on Instagram at HollisCam. And also my website okay. at housecam.com. Awesome. And we'll make sure that those are in the show notes as well. So thank you, thank you. so much. This has been a great conversation. I really appreciate yes. your time and your flexibility since we had to reschedule this. So thank you for that. I really am grateful for no you. Worries. And keep up the great work. And, and we need more people like us just trying to empower the world. And, you know, life is short. Thank you so Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. 
Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.